the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. A man in the crowd said to Jesus, Master, tell my brother to give me a share of our inheritance. My friend, he replied, who appointed me your judge or the arbitrator of your claims? Then he said to them, watch and be on your guard against avarice of any kind, for a man's life is not made secure but what he owns, even when he has more than he needs. Then he told them a parable. There was once a rich man who, having had a good harvest from his land, thought to himself, What am I to do? I have not enough room to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I will do. I will pull down my barns and build bigger ones and store all my grain and my goods in them, and I will say to my soul, My soul, you have plenty of good things led by for many years to come. Take things easy, eat, drink, have a good time. But God said to him, Fool, this very night the demand will be made for your soul. And this horde of yours, whose will it be then? So it is, when a man stores up treasure for himself, in place of making himself rich in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. In this Gospel of today, Jesus gives us the secret of human life. What is the purpose of our life? We know that our life is short. What is the purpose of it? Let's take uh, an example, and I take it from a uh, recent uh, actuality, an ordinary man in many ways. On July the 21st died Robert Morgenthau, the district attorney of New York. Under his leadership, the crime rate fell dramatically in New York. And he was known to be an honest man on forcing law and order in this city, this big city, and this prosecuting as well wealthy people as more humble people, people of might, of power. He was prosecuting them irrespective of their fortune, irrespective of their might and power. And as all prosecutors, he could have been murdered. 
what made this ordinary man, well-known but ordinary man, made that choice? Well, during the Second World War, he was on a ship, a US ship, and this ship was sunk by a, a German torpedo. And he could have died, but he was saved. And he realized the price of life and the purpose of life, as Jesus says. Fool, this very night the demand will be made for your soul. And so he wanted his life to have a purpose in front of God. I don't know if he was Christian. Maybe he was Jew. But he knew that God exists and that one day he would have to give his soul back to God. And so he decided that all his life would be the enforcement of law to serve the common good because a society needs that a society needs lawyers that are uncorrupt and that are ready to put their own life at stakes for the good of the people in front of God suddenly his life had a meaning and he died at the age of 99 this is true for each of us in the past in the Catholic Church the word vocation was more for priests and for nuns but the Vatican II Council has stressed that we all have a vocation. What does it mean? It means that we have choices to make in front of God. That's why in schools, in the past, maybe still some, some schools, I hope so, Christian schools, on the last year, there would be a spiritual retreat, usually of one week, in silence. with readings of the gospel, like this one, to help the teenager to make a choice and not only to look to the money he's going to have, to the power he's going to have, and what reputation he's going to have. But what is the purpose of one's life? And I've noted, you don't see it because it's, I would say, behind the door. But the servers, they say a little prayer, which comes from the guide of St. Stephen they are part of. And in that little prayer, they ask God to give them a light on their vocation. That is very beautiful, and I'm sure they realize what it means when Sunday after Sunday, they say this little prayer. It is so important when we are parents, when we are educators, to keep that in mind, 
and how is the vocation felt? Of course, prayers help us. That's why the retreat is in silence. To hear God speaking to us. But it expresses itself by the desire of our heart. Especially when we have been educated as the Jesuit school have as a motto, man for others. We can add man for God. But because man for God, man for others. That gives the purpose of our life. And then there is a special joy. There may be difficulties. There will be difficulties. That is life. There will be challenges. That is life. There will be moments maybe of near despair. That is life. But in our inner self, as Dickens would say, in our heart of hearts, there is a special joy. Because we have reached our vocation. And it's true that it shapes us in a certain way. It's true. A doctor, a man working with his hands, very in a harsh way, hard way. It is shaped. But it's our vocation. And we do it because by this way we contribute to the common good. We are part of the city. We are part of Forest Gate. And the offertory at Mass, if there is a procession with bread, with wine, but also what we give at the collection, it expresses that. It expresses the work of our week that we offer to God and that He is going to transform in His very presence through the appearance of the bread and wine. And that is what is a Christian life. And especially for lay people, that as the Vatican II Council says, is there to sanctify the word. What beautiful vocation it is. And how we should think about it. Now, if I can go a little further, brothers and sisters. Having people that have chosen their vocation with the help of God, whatever it is, how humble it is, but that do it as a duty for God and for others, that changes the face of society. A society that has people that are ready to put their duty before the money they get, before the reputation they have, before the might they may exert, is a great country. Actually, it's the only way to have a great country. And technology will not suppress that. Because a country is not made of tools and machines. 
It is men, it is made of men and women that are able to make decisions, sometimes hard decisions, for the sake of their country. This country of England has won the war because of that, because of the quality of those who gave their life at that time. What would happen today, I don't know. But what I do know is that the quality and greatness of a country comes from the people of the country that follow their vocation in front of God with humility and with fulfillment and engagement of themselves. So let us pray today. Maybe in a very special way. We often pray for priests and for nuns and it's good. But today let us pray for lay people that they are more conscious especially if they are Christians of their vocation in front of God from the sake of the people. Amen.